Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wicked Duct Tape with your host, Russell Ellis. Russ is the author of Duct Tape Won't Fix This, a moving story of raising a chronically ill child and how this affected his family dynamic. Here, Russ gives men permission to recognize and express their emotions. He also discusses ways to confront these situations as a family in a united and cohesive way. Here is your host, Russ Ellis. Good evening. This is Russ Ellis. I am the author of uh, Duct Tape Won't Fix This. Uh, It's a father's perspective on raising a chronically ill child. Um, I've had several good conversations with folks uh, in my situation over the past couple of weeks, and it it finally occurred to me that this is uh, a two-edged sword. Not only do we need to raise awareness for the dads and help them to come out from under uh, all of the the struggle that they're in, but we also have to be respectful and and raise awareness for the women as well. Um, I'm thinking that this is going to take a, uh, it's going to take a while and I'm not suggesting that uh, we jump right into this and deal with it all tonight. Um, but keep it in the back of your mind that once we become aware as the men of this uh, this side of the uh, equation that you know uh, this this let me restate that this this problem didn't exist didn't create itself in a vacuum okay it's it's we <clears throat> husbands and wives both learn from the society in which we were raised. All right. It doesn't mean that it's correct or um, one-sided is to blame. Um, but what we need to do is we need to, first of all, take responsibility for us as the, as the men and let's fix us and, and, and just become aware that, you know, we truly are not uh, as broken as we are laid, laid out to be. I had conversation with a gentleman over the past week or so, and and I could just feel his pain. It was, uh, I remember, let me, let me talk about it from my perspective. I remember when I was in the middle of it that I was to blame for everything. I was to blame for World War One, World War Two, the Vietnam conflict, uh, Korea, Jimmy Hoffa's disappearance, the the uh, potholes in Boston, the snow that didn't get shoveled. Uh, it's just I became the, the guy that was wrong all the time. And and when I worked my way out from under that, and it took me a long time, the feeling that I felt was like nothing I had ever experienced before. I am not wrong 100% of the time. And I have an opinion and I have a methodology about who I am and how I react in the world that is okay. And, but it, it was 
beaten down and, you know, and, and sat on and, you know, and, and it was a two-sided street. I participated as well as uh, the other side. And this is, uh, again, what, you know, how are we going to um, come around this problem and how are we going to, you know, first of all, find our footing and be able to speak about what we're going through um, when we've become the doormat, so to speak, for everybody else. And my suggestion, again, is going to be to get involved with the conversation with uh, with me and the other men who are willing to step up and talk about it on a blog and know that they're not crazy and know that they're not unique or alone, all right? And, yes, you are in pain up to your eyeballs in pain, <clears throat> but we all are, you know, and and I don't think somebody, a friend who, who's not going through this has the capacity to understand where you're at, you know? It, it just, I never felt heard. And I did 15 years of therapy of one sort or another, and, and, and it, I just never felt heard. It wasn't until I spoke to the first dad in my position that it, all the walls broke down. He finished my sentences for me, or I finished his, and we, we, it was the most magnificent lunch I think I've ever had because I walked away from it feeling hurt for the first time ever. And, and that is priceless. So to talk to your friends or talk to your boss or you talk to whoever you talk to, it, it's not the same. You know, they, they just can't help you as, as hard as they might or try as they might. You know, it's it just not going to happen. So, again, I'm thinking that maybe we'll use the book as a, uh, a guidebook or some sort. And what I'm thinking is that, you know, you go through it with a yellow marker and you highlight things that affect you or that, you you know, resound in you that uh, you would be willing to share with your wife and let her go through the book and read it and mark it up in a different, you know, in a different color other than black or, you know, something that's going to block out all the words, but then have a discussion and, and you know, find out what's her, what her load is. And, and you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you right here and right now, if you can't tuck your ego in your pocket and butt in the pocket, don't bother because it ain't happening, okay? You're going to be heard as the same old, same old, all right? And nothing's going to change and feelings are going to be hurt and it's just going to continue to be what it is. So, you know, this is this is a big-ass step. You know, we've got to come together. We've got to put aside the differences. Just if you can't do it for you and you can't do it for her, you've got a child here that's, that needs you both, okay? Stick it in your pocket, I'm telling you, and do it because that child needs both of you, all right? And, well, I get carried away here, but, you know, it is... Uh, it is that important, and you know, it, it's in some some cases, you know, the it's it's a life and death issue, right? But you know, when you when you're working together and you're not trying to find blame or lay blame, you know, you'd be surprised 
uh, you know, I sound like a hypocrite here. I don't know that because it didn't. I didn't do it. But it sure as hell seems like, you know, if, if we could speak and be heard from a new place, one without the ego in charge and one without having to be right and one without having to be, you know, the superior, okay, and just have a two-way heart-to-heart conversation, you know, that that's that's going to be the key. And and I'm telling you, your child needs you to have the guts to do that, okay, both of you. So, you know, let's let's work on that. Um, right in the middle of everything, somebody tries to call in. Never mind. Um, some other things that have come up that are, are pretty amazing. As I as I was speaking to these people, these men, uh, it was incredible how much I I I could feel their pain. It was in, incredible how much. You know, I was able to finish their sentences for them, and and you know, and, and most importantly, it was that I could hear them where they were in their pain, and and it's there was a release there of some sort. At least it was a just a, a deep exhale. You know, it was like wow. You know, somebody gets it. So again, that is that's an, an urgent um, thing that needs to happen. Is is this, the the communication has to change? And, uh, the other thing that I I struggle with is that there is no language for us as men to speak of these things, and and so you know as we move forward as we try to stumble in or around or through, you know, we're going to have to be careful. We're going to have to be able to take something that's said and swallow it if it sounds out of line and understand that, you know, the other party is trying as well, all right? But this didn't happen overnight. This problem didn't happen overnight. And so the fix isn't going to happen overnight either. So this is where we're going to have to step up and, and you know, take responsibility and and just suck it up and, and do what we need to do. Um, and then that's going to be a hard one, you know, as we are trying to um, have develop a language that, that doesn't cost us our masculinity. Or, or um, we need to create an including an inclusion language. And, and part of, you know, again, I'm, I'm jumping all over the place here because, I, I you know, I get uh, <laughs> triggered about a thousand times. And, and part of what I know to be the problem is, is that when something is said and we're in that defensive mode, okay, it has a rebound effect to it, all right? Uh, and, and when that happens... You know, there's there's no winning, you know. There's just no winning. So we need to um, just be cognizant of the fact that we're trying and that things are going to be said. And, and, you know, if you have the the guts to ask, is is that what you meant? Because that's how I heard it, you know. 
so that everybody stays on track, all right? And and you get you have to say the same, you know, in return if if somebody if something is said that you know triggers you and your anger comes screaming up and uh, grabs you by the throat and slaps you a few times and you know just ask the same question, you know, is that what you meant? Because that's how I heard it. You know? um, I, I had a lot of things laid out here. And now I'm struggling trying to remember what they were. Cause, uh, in any event, um, let me see if I can pull this back together here. This has been probably for more than half of my life. It represents more than half of my life a struggle. And, you know, 37 years is, is a very long time to go through this and try to come out of it and try to repair myself. And now, having sort of done that, now I'm reaching out to help others. Okay, well, those others amount to the 32 million families dealing with uh, a child with an illness. So that's that's a pretty big target audience. And what I'm... The way I try to keep it in, in focus and, and controllable is to think about it one minute at a time that I'm talking to and to be as open and to be as honest and to be as trustworthy as I can, to respect, you know, anonymity, to, you know, never discuss something that we talked about that was an intimate conversation, you know, a, a generalized um uh, Concept is not, you know, is, is we'll cover it for now, um, and that's all you really need because I'm sure you understand. You know, if you have a sick child, you know the struggle, you know the pressure, you know the un- uncertainty and, and the doubt, and, and you know, think of some other words that you're feeling. And, and I know, you know, I've been there, I've done it. And I've done it for six six different times. My child has had cancer, so I, I speak from a bit of authority and, and knowledge. You know, I'm not the expert, and I'm not a doctor, and I'm, I can't fix you, and you can't fix me. But I damn well know that we can help each other, and and that's the key here: is to reach out and be there for each other, and not allow our egos to continue to stand in our way. You know, we have been, we've had it beaten into us that men don't talk, men don't cry, men don't ask for help, men don't, men don't, men don't. Well, how's that working for you? Because it didn't work for me, right? Um, Again, I will say that, you know, if there's any way for us as half of the uh, family the other half of the adult family, we need to do our best to stay together to make it work, to change how we respond and react to each other. Uh, reaction pretty much has to be out of the picture because that's that's the other trigger point that, that uh, kicks off war, World War Three, is when we react to something that's said. You know, it's going to be really hard. We're going to need to keep an open mind and an open heart and, and try to hear what's truly being said and try to answer it, you know, 
in a way that will be heard back from you. And it's going to take some practice. You know, if you want to be good at golf, you go out you practice. You want to be good at basketball or baseball or football or uh, playing tiddlywinks with manual covers, you got to practice, all right? So, you know, I, I... you know, I've been divorced now for more than 10 years. Um, I've gone back to my ex-wife on multiple occasions and apologized when I finally figured out something that I had done wrong that even I think was wrong. I went back. I've gone back and apologized. So I, I sort of am, uh, you know, in that position because she's still a good person and so am I, all right? Um, and I want her to be as happy as she can be, and, and and I want to be as happy as I can be as well. And right now that's a bit difficult because my family is estranged from me. Uh, I believe I said it earlier on one of the other programs is that, you know, my, I am tolerated. And, and the difference between being tolerated and, to be, and being loved. It's like if you go out into the night sky and you look as far left as you can see and then you look as far right as you can see, that about covers the distance, the difference, you know, from being loved and being tolerated. But, I, you know, I'm working my damnedest to change that. And, you know, if I, if I can't pull it off in my own family, then maybe I can help you pull it off in yours so you won't make the same mistakes I did. You know, use me as the uh, lightning rod and don't do what I did, all right? And I'm happy to tell you what I did and what worked and what didn't. And so that, you know, when this when this comes together or when this has not come together, but when this has, at the end of, you know, X period of time, I want to be able to look up and say, you know, I made a difference. You know, I just made a difference. And and if that means I help only one family, so be it. But I think that we can, as a, as a group, you, me, and the other 32 million families that are there, we can do better. Okay? And I assure you, you know, it's going to take some work. Damn it, we can do it. And, you know, if it, it's the choices are pretty obvious, okay? You end up leaving the hand, leaving the house, leaving the family, and all of the hurt and the pain that that causes. While your child is sick and struggling to survive, you know, I can't even understand why I did that, okay? And I'm part of the 80-plus percent divorce rate, but I just gave everything that I had and there was nothing left of me. I went from working 80 hours a week to I, I didn't work. I couldn't work. I didn't care if I had a roof over my head, food in my belly, or a bathroom to go to, or a shower. I just, I wandered the streets. And it was the most empty, god-awful time. And I don't want you to have to go through that. You know, it sucked. Like you can't believe, you know, and and the feelings, the depressions, the, the rage, the, the hollowness, the just 
name something, all right? It was awful. It sucked. But I came through it. And now if I could help you not go through it, seems to me you'd be interested in hearing what I got to say and and maybe giving it a shot. Of course, like me, if you're like anything like me, I, my tolerance for pain was unbelievable. You know, I could handle anything. And I damn well tried. But, man, when the legs gave out, that was it. I was done. Why put yourself through that? You know, it's going to take a little bit of effort on your part, and you're going to have to develop some patience and some... I mean, you, you chose your wife because she was hot, and you chose your wife make babies with, okay? So there's, there is an absolute committed relationship going on there, all right? It's when you throw this stuff in on top of it that it screws it up, but she's still a wonderful person, and so are you. You just need to get out from under this um, any way that you can so that you can still be together and support each other, you know? And, and be the shoulder for her and let her be the shoulder for you. This is how it works the best. You know, if if you do it together, right, you can do anything. You know, if you try to do it on your own, you got too many distractions. You know, you have children, you have her, you have, you know, uh, your boss, you have, uh, you know, whatever. It just makes it ten times harder to, to get anything accomplished. So that's my suggestion, and uh, again, I make myself available, and I'm, I am, I have no fear of looking silly or stupid. You know, I, I just did. I, I'm sorry I said that, um, <clears throat> but I, I, I did. It was, you know, an ego thing, and 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 I fell into this 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 trap that society's got, and and I I. I don't want you to do that. You know, I just don't want you to do that. This is a, a, life is too important. Your children are too important. You know, think about the possibility of what they're going to be when they grow up and and move out into the world. And what are they going to bring forth? You know, this is, it's up to you and me, all right, to make sure that they get to do that. You know, sometimes we're not going to make it, right? They're not going to make it. But we got to give them every opportunity, you know. And and this is you know this is chance to make a difference in your life, in your wife's life, and in your children's life. And that in turn makes a difference in all the rest of our lives because we we're putting out a better product, a better, uh, well balanced child, a a loving, giving, caring child that takes that out into the world, you know, instead of all the hate and uh, stuff that happens when we fall apart because of circumstance. You know, none of us are bad. None of us are hateful. None of us are, you know, are, are all the things that this makes us. What we are is just overwhelmed. And what we need to do is to grab an anchor, grab that person that's across from you and and just hold on, cry together, you know, scream together, you know, whatever you have to do to fix it so that you are together and that you present a united front. This is the most important of all things. Um, 
I need to take a moment here and run a commercial, so bear with me, please. Hey, Jenna, have you seen the TV show Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99? OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Canavan. She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind. Ooh. It sounds fun. And rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio and TV hosts Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, are the hosts of the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their Writer's Workshop Intensive to get writing and get published. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. I almost forgot to run that. <laughs> Been able to tweak your interest or, or get you to get involved or to try to do something other than what's going on now because what's going on now isn't working, um, or at least the divorce rate says that it's not working. I have no idea what is or isn't, but everything I tried to do didn't work, so I'm going to go on the assumption that you're doing the same thing based on what limited feedback I have right now. Um, again, this is this is important. This is, um, it's about us taking back that which we gave away, thinking that it was the right thing to do, all right? And what we've come to understand here is that it was not. It was just bad information, that uh, uh, faulty assumptions, and now we need to fix them. So it's going to take a little bit of cool heart and openness to set aside the ego and relearn to talk to each other and hear differently as we try to become whole people. And, and this is... The, the one, the thing that's going to stop it cold in its tracks, is going to be our ego. Um, our ego is has been beaten on so badly for so long that it's, and so therefore, um, that's going to be your homework: is to see if you can't stick that ego in your back pocket and button it, and and try to hear with both ears and an open heart. This you do for your family. Not me, not somebody else, but for your family, your child, you know, your wife, your other children. And you need to do this because it's the right thing to do. And then when we get it all all together, we'll go after something else. This is going to take a little while, so we, I need you to be on both feet with the uh, Open eyes, open heart, and an open mouth that willing to uh, speak your truth and to hear someone else's truth and be willing to deal with um, whatever it takes to repair it. With that, uh, I think I'm going to be uh, just about out of time, and I will speak with you again next week at this time. And thank you for tuning in. 
Thank you for joining us for this edition of Wicked Duct Tape. You may join Russ every Tuesday night from 6 to 6.30 Eastern Time right here on the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio Network. Thanks for listening and have a great week.